Hey everyone, and welcome to uh, another episode of Co-Creating with AI. And this time around, we're going to talk about how Multiply is building towards a world of unlimited human potential. I'm Martin Schellström, and with me is my co-host Rasmus. How are you today, Rasmus? Uh, very good. I had an amazing day. Started with my daughter in the park, got shitloads done at work. Like one of those days when it's just like, wow. Um, and then had a nice workout before doing this. So yeah, full on, uh, but fun. How was yours? Yeah, equally awesome. Yeah, we're having good uh, uh, flow in the office right now. I, I really feel that we're accomplishing a lot. And um, and I think that's fitting for today's theme, um, unlimited human potential. What does that mean for you, Rasmus? Well, I mean, so we're going to concretely talk about how we're building for that future, right? For a future of yeah. unlimited human potential. Um, but I think just to start with it, I always love defining things and just human potential that can be both spoken of individually, right? What is mm. my potential? Not only what I can do now, but what is my potential to, I guess, create and, and live the life I want. Um, and of course, create for myself and others. And then if you multiply that, uh, across people and of course we're going to talk about ai as well in the world we're in um and organizations human potential is of course something we do together right so mm. there is a potential in me and there's potential in you but there is a larger potential in the we um so yeah i'd, I'd say something like that like i think the word word speaks almost for itself uh, but it's really about like there's something personal uh, in potential i feel and and mm. there's um, something deeply human in striving towards our potential and yeah. uh, there we can go like talking about the spiritual route uh, but we can also just talk like in life just very concretely like building things accomplishing things for yourself your family and your company um, yeah. yeah i guess how, we how both agree that um when we talk about unlimited human potential, that it's as you start out saying, both for humans and for humanity, to to lift humanity to to its ultimate uh, potential as well, and um, and uh, working with with co-creation, building things through relationships, through um, each person doing uh, what they are best at, and then combining forces into a greater good. I think that's our, our shared vision that has uh, um, been the purpose of Multiply from the start. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's like a very good point there before we dive into kind of the nuts and bolts of things um, that like in, in my view as well, like co-creation is really a tool, a way to human potential to unlimited human mm. potential because i can accomplish more for me and for you by working together with you in co-creation um and the interesting thing is i mean this is so obvious but it's easy to forget right it's it's very tough to become really good at something all by yourself from scratch right all right we talk about self-taught nowadays right you know self-taught uh, programmer 
yeah, sure, but you've got a lot of material there. You didn't just, you know, open up a terminal and started playing around. You've studied, you've looked at YouTube videos, you've been at Quora, you've been at Stack Overflow, you've done 100 days of code, whatever you've done, right? Uh, you've worked with people. So I think there's something like, just like very deeply connected in that the our like development journey or human journey towards our potential is really a co-creative um, journey. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm not sure that added so much to what you said, but I, I don't know. It, it speaks to me deeply, like the deep connection mm. between between those two. Um, There's something uh, super interesting in, in how one question that people are talking about a lot in AI is how will it be like to interact with the superhuman intelligence? But we are as, as soon as we are working in networks, we are interacting with the superhuman intelligence because we as as a network or, or a graph people, we are um, able to be superhuman. A, a group of people or a network of people, uh, the larger there is, the more superhuman it is because a network is always more capable than any individual. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good point. I mean, I've, I've mentioned this quote in an earlier episode, but I really love uh, what the founder of Stability AI said. Uh, which is swarm intelligence is bigger than AGI. And I think Mm. that's actually by definition in the sense that even if you put in, like we have an AGI, that AGI will accomplish more in a network of other, you know, people and, and, uh, and intelligences of different kinds. So um, yeah. And, and also, you know, just the act of learning, right? I mean, even uh, a super intelligence will have to use data. And data is generated, and and uh, so yeah, I think there's really something like very close to our hearts there, and in in AI as well. I mean, it's so funny like how <laughs> just these like how how these models work because it's really like you know yeah you can say this is one AI model, but it's the synthesis of incredible amounts of creative effort and co creative mm. effort in just building the vast data set that is the internet, um, which is the primary training data for for uh, the, the this generation of models mm. um, so um, so if we yeah. take this uh, um, ultimate vision of unlimited human potential and we bring it back to all the way back to what are we building in multiply today what what is multiply and what are the fundamental building blocks of multiply sure I mean I'd say in, in one way to phrase it is that we're building a collaboration network, a collaboration graph. Um, and what do we mean by that? Well, I mean, you can take the, the, the simile of, uh, you know, we have social networks, Facebook, where you can share content and like things. And you have professional networks uh, like uh, LinkedIn, where you can uh, brag about your job and, uh, and recruit people and search for jobs. And... Um, and, uh, but none of them are really built for like collaboration. Collaboration is something that is very mm. specific uh, to whatever you're doing. You know, different companies work in very different ways, just in, in the way they organize themselves and the way people co-create within them. Um, so what is needed there is a huge amount of flexibility and a, and, and a really good ability to use data and set up things the way you want to, if you're going to be able to work not only in isolated silos, like most collaboration tools out there, but actually collaborate very fluidly with any user. So I would say that 
and this is like taking the building blocks and then let's visualize this for for the audience i think but like that we have a global graph we have an extremely flexible kind of no code model where you can define both the data model uh the the so the model in the mvc kind of uh framework uh, how it looks like the view of things like how 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 you interact with it and and the controllers like what what you can do with the actual functionality which means you can set up like very advanced workflows and uh, i'd say uh, the third thing um is of course that ai is native in all of this so anything that you can do on multiply which is a, like a very very simple apple notes style workspace beautifully simple we like to say uh, but where anything that you can do ai can do and ai understands whatever you want to do generally because the way it's set up um, and this means that not only human intelligences can collaborate in this network with these flexible types of workflows that can interconnect across the graph um, and operate on these data sets that are still like strictly owned by whoever put them there. Um, but that means that both human and artificial intelligences can collaborate without friction, without artificial boundaries um data silos that is traditionally the case in, in all collaboration products uh, so i think from ground up we've really thought this through um we're still early stage of course but like in a longer term vision like just to sort of put it together I, I really like um like envision us working like many 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 organizations and people hundreds of millions together with many 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 different ai models that are applied as agents with very, very specific data sets and very, very specific goals and sets of tools that they can utilize through our platform, which of mm. course integrates with, with uh, other tools, plugins, etc. Yeah. Um, I hope that's not too vague. I'm, not, I'm sure it's not for you. I hope it's not for the listener. Uh, but yeah. when you hear that, how, how would you phrase it? Like, what would you add? What would you sort of uh, boil it down to? Could you like, what's the simplest way you would describe uh, what we're building? I can just pick up on on uh, what I think are the key phrases in what you just talked about, which is like the uh, main interface is a very simple Apple Notes or a Notepad-like interface where you can type text, put images, upload documents, and organize all of your knowledge and information. And tools like that are plentiful. There are lots of tools. But in the other end of, of the vision and how we support an unlimited potential, both for individuals and for humanity as, as a whole, is that in the other end is the global collaboration graph that I'm never in uh, the long-term vision of, of Multiply alone in my work. I can always connect someone else into what I'm working on. And it's not... Um, Multiply is not only a space for planning my work, it's a place to do work. I can write, I can create, I can create images, files, presentations, videos from within Multiply. And I can do that in collaboration with humans and AI from all over the world. And so from a very simple notepad-like interface to the global collaboration graph and, and back again. Uh, to me, that's the essence of of multiply. Yeah, I think there's one interesting. Like, I really agree. And if there's one thing I would add that I sort of 
when I pitch the current kind of very, like when I introduce the current, uh, you know, version of Multiply, where we are now to people, there's only one thing that I'm, I, I sort of want to add, which is that at least for me, and I think for most people, there's pretty good research on it. We spend a lot of time on repetitive mundane work that is not necessarily um, where we are not necessarily the ones who need to do it because we now have AI, things that can be automated by AI. So I think I want to just add that um, within this very, very beautifully simple notepad, we have our own like AI app store, the Multiply app store, where you can very easily for like a huge number of different use cases, um, click, you know, one click, and you have a fully functioning set of workflows for, for example, um, producing the content out of the transcript uh, from this podcast, which is something we use ourselves every week. Um, and that really takes, like, I think, in terms of human potential, right? Like, it's not only that human potential is something that is enabled by tools in each other, it's also something that is held back by different types of limitations and burdens. And one of them is time, and especially spending time on things um, which are not the most valuable for me as an individual or for what I'm trying to accomplish, my company, my team, uh, my family, etc. So I really like, and, and I think that's the beauty of where AI fits into this you know, vision of unlimited human potential and how co-creation takes us there. Because like the way I like really envision multiply within a year probably is that I'll have all of the like I'll have a set of agents that I'm working with and where I'm continuously helped by multiply to take those parts of my work where I am actually not needed, like where I'm not needed um, and having AI do that and and that means that I can, you know, really employ myself where I both personally grow the most, but also where, you know, I, I move the needle most. I mean, just taking the company, right? Mm -hmm. There are things where I spend a lot of time where I'm, you know, that it's uh, if I didn't have to do it, I would be able to, you know, uh, spend more time with customers and, and uh, you know, etc. So there's mm -hmm. something like repetitive work, the removal of it and how that enables human potential. Um, mm. I think there's something beautiful there also that is the other side of, now I'm ranting a little bit, but that's on the other side of this fear of the losing of jobs. You know, we, we said that with like, you know, plowing the fields as well. But then again, like plowing the fields manually is, you know, not super, you know, healthy for your back or maybe the thing that most people want to do in their lives. I mean, proven, right? So... I think that's really like a beautiful part of like how AI fits into this future is that it really can free us up to really, really spend our time um, more aligned with, you know, who we are and what we want. Mm. And uh, and there is one aspect of, of what you just talked about, which is single player AI versus multiplayer AI, that all the AI yeah. tools we use are single player now we it, they're just for ourselves and with multiply we want to move ai towards multiplayer where ai is assisting collaboration not only individual productivity but productivity in in the collective yeah i fully agree and i think on that point is, is something interesting as well is that 
It's not only that current AI tools are essentially single player and primarily um, affecting single player productivity, which I fully agree with. It's only also that every existing AI tool is actually an assistant. It's not a coworker. And I don't know about you guys, but like, and and uh, I think you feel the same, Martin. But if I can choose between working with uh, six assistants, one marketing assistant, one product assistant, one, I don't know, finance assistant, that I have to, t- and by assistant, I don't mean anything like degrading. I just like define it in the way that I have to be very specific about exactly what I want. Like I have to tell it every time I want one of these models to do something, one of these tools. And taking that instead to a coworker, where it can have more autonomy, where, uh, and, and we're building this very concretely by our apps, and we're building more and more autonomy into our apps so they can take on more and more complex tasks and routines and, and repetitive workflows. Um, that means, um, in, in essence, that like this tool is really co-creating with me, right? Which we've touched upon many times before, mm. instead of me just telling it what to do. Uh, and then getting really good output, but but like being able to interact with, I mean, multiply also. We're not not spoiling it, but uh, you'll get it when when uh, like within a month or two. Um, like it it really will feel like working with another coworker, working with the multiply AI and, and agents. Um, mm-hmm. Similar to you know, you would you you would work with someone else in in Google Docs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just I don't know that that popped up for me to sort of bring bring it also like relatively concretely at least. Um, what else comes up for you like around this angle? Like, what are you what 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 are you excited about? Um, yeah, and, and well, one aspect is um, that multiplies multimodal model. We're right um, building from a from a, um, the, the standpoint of a notepad, but uh, and which is of course about text, but. Um, it, we're moving towards much um, a much richer um, working environment with images, text, video, audio, and bringing all of that together, accessible and creatable by humans and AI. Yeah, I fully agree. And it's interesting. I was playing around with website copy the other day, which I'm updating now, and I was just something with like uh, from uh, like multimodal and multimodal. In the sense that it's not only that you know, I mean, because there are like more and more, and it's coming fast that mm. that 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 individual models are becoming multimodal in the sense that you can interact with ChatGPT. So at least, like with some demos I've seen of alphas and yeah. betas, you can like it can generate images. I think using Dolly uh, for you in the chat. So that's mm. multimodal, but that's still one model. And mm. there are different models with different strengths, which we can nerd into if you want to, like Claude with their context window. And, you know, uh, there's real benefits to, to the new uh, stability or stable diffusion uh, kind of uh, image gen model, which we're using. Mm. So you can generate images right inside and, of, of Multiply and have that as part of workflows. Um, so I think there's, there's like, I really agree with your point that, like, having more models enables more powerful you know, what we would call AI apps, like more powerful mm-hmm. workflows to be done autonomously by AI. But it it's also like having multiple models and being able to use each for what it's best at in a fluid sense, like within one workspace, within one network, uh, on like on, on the same data set, so to say. Mm-hmm. 
think is something that I at least really like already appreciate. Just like when I run this uh, our podcast pro app and I you know paste the transcript in and then um, press uh, you know generate and then it just takes the transcript, uh, generates the description for the podcast platforms, generates an image prompt, uh, and then generates the image. Uh, from the transcript and then uh, you know extracts the key topics and for each of them generates a social boost which is like a tweet an instagram caption with an image uh, a linkedin post uh, a facebook post etc and just seeing the nuances it utilizes when it runs all those kind of chain prompts in that app is uh, yeah i mean and and especially with the images coming in there there's something that becomes like much more alive and and i really like looking forward when we're gonna you know start uh, start bringing audio into it which which might be mm. the next one i would guess for us but we'll see yeah um and uh, and and then to also move towards um um what you said about um breaking down the silos and something that is so funny to me is that we're uh, this year uh, ai has, has exploded and changed everything how we do everything uh, in in just our daily work life and i find myself having become a copy copy and paste master like yeah. oh, wow we have we have this ai now that can help me with everything so i'm copy and pasting between browser windows and and apps like like a madman to achieve the workflows i, I want to achieve and that's that's not the the promise of ai right that we that we end up in a lot of pain just trying to get information between different systems that are AI-enabled. No, I, I, it's so funny. I mean, as well, you're like our, and I often brag about just like uh, probably one of the best prompt engineers out there, at least who's done the coolest stuff that I've heard about. Um, and it's just funny, like looking at your like Apple Notes, right? It's just full of prompts. <laughs> it's just full of prompts that you store in your Apple Notes, copy-paste, you know, playing sequence, of course, less now with multiply, right? Yeah. Much less, but um, now that we've sort of uh, come to a good stage mm -hmm. of the product, but um, it's just interesting that whole thing. And I think that sort of brings it to like, if we just look at like, um, why we believe multiply will be around in 10 years, like if we do this right, or in 20 years or 30 years, um, it's because like in this new age, it's, it's like, if you can bring your data your data, whether you're a person or a, or a company, and then it can be made available for AI, whether that's us using AI to take your unstructured data, PDFs, documents, etc., structure them, link them, which we can do automatically, um, and then run embeddings on them, which we're not doing yet, but will soon. Um, and then, you know, you can then utilize your data without it being shared with anyone, um, but, but utilize, say, a set of, of, of apps and agents, you know, built on Multiply. And these agents and apps are, of course, continuously improved by the community, which is mm -hmm. like another thing I want to get into. But like just that first thing that you have, like that you can put data in Multiply. And that's why you built the, like the data model this way, like a flexible data model on a graph uh, on a global graph for those who, who, who relate to those kind of words. Um, and, and then being able to self-organize that data and make it available for AI. And then use that data, make like that data is now available for for AI uh, to be deployed in very specific ways by our like apps, workflows and agents. That is like uh, what I believe is like a very defensible position um, where like that brings a lot of a lot of value. 
um, that just becomes bigger because the global graph. Because if you and I can securely, and we just take two people now, let's not even imagine like a million people doing this together, right? Unless you want to. Uh, just the two of us bringing in our data and with full individual ownerships, being able to, for some specific purpose, utilize that data for a common purpose by making it available for AI without, you know, uh, giving up the ownership of it. That's something very, very powerful. And I could be very like visionary here, but let's just, I'll, I'll just leave it to the listener. I think just like, there's a lot of stuff possible when you, um, like if we really succeed in, in, um, in enabling that, like for, for large amounts of people, mm. uh, I think in terms of like just collective intelligence and utilizing AI to be collectively smarter. Um, but yeah, now I, I tend to go on this rant. So like, I want to throw it back to you, like with just like the, the basic kind of co-creative element, the community element of, of multiply and like with app building and, and, uh, et cetera, like, would you, mm. would you want to like talk a little bit about that? I know you've like always been passionate about it. Yeah. And, and, uh, this comes down to the, the fundamental fact of uh, any uh, global graph like Wikipedia or Facebook that only a few percent of the users are ever going to be creators and and uh, the rest are going to be consumers. And of course, in a, in a collaboration tool, everybody is collaborating, but uh, perhaps only a few people are going to build the, the apps and the structures for doing that collaboration. And um, so, so what we're building with the Multiply App Store is the possibility for people to build their apps and share them to the community and and then see people build build on top of them and refine and build apps that work together. So we get uh, not only individual apps, but apps that are uh, um, like a, a, a graph of apps working together to achieve greater goal. And, um, and and that's perhaps when readers start start to see the apps moving towards being agents and um, yeah and um, where it it it's where all of that is not only in the future but but here and now is uh, that it's solving a really um, concrete problem for me as a prompt engineer that at when I develop a prompt or, or a, a chain of prompts then transferring that knowledge to the rest of organizations is always a pain because there are things that I do that I'm, that are not in the prompts, that the, the way I tweak content before I move on to the next step in a, in a chain of prompts. Uh, with Multiply, I can um, model that, build that, and test it on diverse content before handing it over to people. And then it becomes just push and, push and play. I can, I can build a workflow that is replayable by others they don't have to be prompt engineers. They can just be um, build on top of what I did or just use what I did without having to even understand what's going on um, in the prompts and how they work together to, to um, end up with a great result. I think that's a really good point. Like, I also think it's interesting, like <laughs> I saw this video of like, I think it's, there's an Instagram account called like uh, Twitter's not the world or the world is not Twitter or something. And they were going around asking people like chat GPT and people like, no, it's bad for the environment. And like, they had no idea what it was. 
Um, and I think it's also like easy to be fooled by, you know, the incredible growth curve of ChatGPT and, and be fooled to think that um, a lot of people's, you know, daily work is done by, by AI already. Like, mm. I don't have data on this, but I, I feel quite confident that it's a very, 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 very small percentage of the aggregate amount of knowledge work, repetitive knowledge work that is done by AI at this point. Mm. And I think what you're saying is like, you know, the near term huge potential disregarding like the vision and everything else that we've like, the way we built our technology and, and what it will enable on like a network level. Uh, just making it really, really easy for people to co-create with AI, <laughs> you know, yes. just co-create with AI, just like bring it into your life, get rid of the boring stuff and, and get better quality in the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like, if you're just doing fun stuff, then do more of the fun stuff because it's always fun to get more done. Like you like mm-hmm. talked about before, maybe that could be a slogan. It's always fun mm-hmm. to get more done. I don't know. Um, yeah, so there's some, like, I really love that point, actually, like making it easy for anyone to automate repetitive work and, you know, create create much, much more yeah. uh, with higher quality. Yeah, and then to bring that just one uh, step further, which is really tickling my imagination, is that when we say that anyone can create an app that is and share it to the community, anyone includes AI agents. So an yeah. AI can create an app and share it to the community. And to me, that's that's a, a great leap of imagination that I'm really looking forward to like meeting reality very soon. I mean, it's not really that leap of imagination. You just have to write one sentence right now with our app creation prompt, and we can generate an app, including the prompts and everything. But like having an agent autonomously deciding to create an app, yeah, I agree. That's, that's going to be, or like realizing that you ask it to do something and then it realizes that, uh, you know, I will, um, like, I need to create an app for you. Like, yeah, I agree. There's something like really cool because like that an AI could create another agent, another app. Uh, there's something there that's really like exponential. When the, when the AI start realizing, shit, I need to, I need to automate my repetitive work. I'm doing <laughs> far more, too much repetitive work here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think like it's funny, but weren't you like, wasn't you like you were playing around with asking an AI the same thing like 20 times? No, you were in a channel with someone who did it, right? Yeah, that was did, one, did... Of the, one of the uh, unaligned AIs that became okay. angry <laughs> with, with the user just re- asking for the same thing over and over. That's so funny. Like, that's going to yeah. be so interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, I mean, I, I love I love this episode, Martin. Um, feel maybe it's coming to a close. What do you feel? Yes. Is there anything uh, finally you want to sort of uh, get out of your uh, imagination, ambition? I think we end up with a, a high note on on the AI automating its repetitive work. Yeah. So let's close it up here. Anything? Any last point you want to make? No, I think I've ranted enough. But uh, yeah, it's it's been really fun. Like I love. Like it's actually fun to to talk about not only what we're doing here and now and like the value we're bringing to users and like you know mm. product planning etc but like uh, taking the time to sort of just uh, stay with the vision which which we've stayed for of course building this but but to just talk about it so I'm looking yes. forward to do that more let's see how this uh, plays out in recording uh, but it was fun so. Yes. So thank you, listener, for being with us today, uh, all the way to the end of this episode about the long-term vision of Multiply. 
fulfilling humans and humanity's uh, unlimited potential with Multiply. See you next time. And this has been a co-creating with AI episode. Thanks, Rasmus. Thanks, Martin.